everybody, we got something a little bit special for you. Quads and hammies are still blasted, but we're bringing you our Odyssey Swim Run Orcas Island Race Report for 2021. Hit the music. Welcome to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. I'm Chip. I'm Chris, and this is episode 91 of the show. We've got a special one for everyone this week. We just got back from the PNW Pacific Northwest after racing Odyssey Swim Runs Orcas Island long course on September 26th, and we've got one hell of a race report to share. That's true. Chronicling all the highs and lows and highs and lows and highs. Mountaintop vistas. Yes. Of racing this epic swim run, which was, I mean, I've, I've had this race on my radar since the first year it happened. I would have been there year one if uh, it wouldn't have been totally inappropriate to leave a one month old at home. <laughs> um, and yeah, couldn't do it year two for some reason, year three, COVID. And then, yeah, we we're able to do it in the third edition of the race. It all worked out. Yeah. Yeah. So, Sort of, uh, we'll go into our initial thoughts about the race. Uh, you know, again, like Chris said, we were we were super stoked for that. I think going into it, we knew it was going to be a much different experience than Casco. <laughs> Obviously, much shorter on the swimming and much more on the the running portion, especially the trail running and the hills. Yeah. And we had our training sort of uh, poised to adapt for such a change in, in, in um, scenery, I suppose. <laughs> That's the best way to put it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, and this race, I think, had uh, some extra things going on. So uh, two of our friends, John and Addison, team Kancho Boys, which means low tide in uh, in Japanese, They they this was their first swim run, the long course. So for me, it was special because John is someone who I talk to. A great, a great friend of a yours. A great deal. And a great friend of mine. And, um, yeah, you know, I've been basically talking his ear off about swim run for a while. He listens to the podcast, which is, you know, thank you. Thank you for that. And he inspired the, uh, feats of endurance award with his own and John, I've known him not as long as Chris, but he's always one of these guys that's just always has some insane bank of (laughs) fitness to do pretty much any fitness thing that anyone could toss out there. Got a deep base. Yeah. So he's always, he's always one for for poor ideas. Yeah. So, 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 so for me that made it extra special to go because it turned into this sort of guys weekend and another friend of ours, Tommy, who lives in Seattle now, he basically picked us all up from the airport and hung out with us and cooked for us. I mean, he was, it was really great to hang out. So there were just a lot of great things about this race that, you know, I still feel super warm and fuzzy. I know it's only been a couple of days, so, but I still feel really warm and fuzzy about the whole experience, the whole trip. Um, and I must say, for me, like, uh, this was this was Chipper's first time in the Delta Sky Club. That's true. And I think uh, it only took you two times to really understand how to game that system. <laughs> I mean, it only took me getting in to understand. Uh, when Grab they weren't the taking a tally of the cheese it bags, <laughs> that this was going to be a good time for me. <laughs> so, but funny. yeah, that that was great. So, yeah, the the weekend started off. So, 
cut back a little bit. We finished Casco. We both kind of took a little bit of a week down from, from training and we started to ramp back training. I went up to Tahoe for a week with the, with the family or for a long weekend. It was a great, great time and everything. And we, we started ramping. We had some really good couple workouts and I actually ended up having a fall and I like bruised my ribs. Mm-hmm. So that actually took me out of the training game for, I think it was like seven or eight days. I was unable to really do anything. Um, and then I kind of had to slowly ramp and build back up. So for me, that was, you know, I already know that Chris is a better runner than me. And I already knew that I was, I had already committed mentally to dig really deep on this race. <laughs> and I knew I was going to have to to push myself really hard because it was such a run heavy race. And then this injury uh, for the week of not training, I, you know, I mean, it, it sucks. I haven't really had an injury like that before. I would say one time mm-hmm. I kind of had a bike crash when I was doing Ironman training, but it wasn't it's for maybe a couple days, but this, this kind of knocked me down for a little bit. And so that kind of like disparity between Chris's and I's run fitness just like gapped and I like kind of fell back and I had a, felt like I started over. So kind of going into the race, I was already feeling, I guess a little bit, uh, I don't want to say, I just knew I wasn't going to be, I wasn't where I wanted to be in yeah. terms of fitness. And I already, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, would, I would say, I would say like, I mean, we had some pretty good workouts going in, definitely some long swim runs leading up to it. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was like, in, in my view, I was like, Art, well, you know, you've done a hell of a job to kind of come back. But I think that, um, it, a lot I think, was I think, I think that we both knew that this was going to be, um, an ordeal in some way. Yeah. Like this was going to be a big effort. It was going to be a big day. Yeah. It was either going to, I would be like, if I was going to make it how we wanted to, if I was going to make it how I knew that we wanted to race, it was going to be, there was going to some, there was blowing up was going to happen. It was like, how long could we hold it off? Could it be till the very end? Could yeah. it be wherever? Um, so anyway, I, you know, that definitely was kind of lingering in my head a little bit, but I was so much looking forward to the weekend and we had a great weekend, like Chris mentioned with everyone before. Um, yeah, we'll, yeah, where we'll, do we want to, we'll, we'll talk about the race. I think, um, you know, we tried to do something different and, we basically because we had all these friends coming up, we rented this house. Yeah, uh, it was like basically. We didn't realize how. I mean, I knew it was close. We knew it was close, but but I was comparing, you know, the Airbnb map to Aaron's race map. I'm like, well, this kind of looks like it's near Cascade Bay, just from just from yes. where it is. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize it was literally across the street from the finish line, and we'd gotten these, you know, because we're all about the swag. We've gotten these low tide boys flags. <laughs> And I'm basically flying on the plane with a flag and a bunch of zip ties. And yeah, great. It, it worked It worked great. So pretty much everyone who came by the house Saw knew where it. we were. We're trying to cheer everyone on on race day. But uh, but yeah, that that was that made it pretty fun. Um, and then we hosted this uh, the ShakeOut swim run. Yeah, so we, uh, Tristan and Amy from Team Adorkable hit us up and, and on Instagram. I was like, hey, what if we do a little ShakeOut swim run before? And they had the great idea of a Fika which uh, if in Sweden is like a 
is really kind of means like coffee break or like a yeah, coffee it's snack, like, uh, but it's more of that. It's like a, a it's hangout. Like a state of mind. It's like it's a the vibe. Act, the act yes. of drinking coffee with and your sharing time with friends. Yes. You know, kind of thing. So it's a very Swedish thing to do. So as a nod to uh, Tala and, and the Swedes, we, we threw a fika on the end of that in an American mm-hmm. way with some chocolate chip, double chocolate chip muffins. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> and we changed locations of it. And I, when we pulled up, and there was, no joke, 15 to 20 swim runners already dressed and everything and, like, multiple cars. I was like... And we weren't even late. Whoa. They were, like, ready to go. I'm like, wow, people are showing up, actually showing up to this. Lars and the Odyssey team was kind enough to give us a good shout-out. Yeah, which I think helped, at the end but, of the um, day, there was, like, 40 people, 40-ish people that showed up. Um, we'll put the picture in the show notes. So yeah, which, but I mean, it was out. just wild. So, it was, you know, it was co-sponsored by ARC Sports, by Wild Swim Run and Odyssey. And, yeah, I mean tip of the hat to Tristan Amy they were like hey you guys want to do a shakeout thing and I was like hey do you want to turn this into a thing and they were like let's do it so it was actually super fun we we ran the Cascade Lake part of the course we did like swim two and cliff then jump. yeah and then played on the cliff jump we did it a couple times mm-hmm. um just just for shits and giggles I guess and then did swim four and just called it a workout it was 30 less than 40 miles minutes, yeah yeah very chill um super fun Got to see a lot of people come out, and I I thought it was good because a lot of people, uh, we'll mention them later on, but uh, Sterling and Lolo from Team Run for Tacos came out, and they were like, we hadn't, they told us later, we actually met him, saw him again on the ferry, and they are like, oh, it was great because we hadn't really figured our gear out yet, so it was a great time for everyone to kind of sort all that out. We saw Annie and Brooke together in person, the Low Tide Boys and the Swim Run Labs finally reunited and we the low tide or low tide labs <laughs> low tide labs. <laughs> swim run labs annie and brooke led the the charge they were very excited for the the shakeout swim yeah run. and i have to and share, they just shot out of a cannon i, I have to share a funny story though so we're going into the first swim and they they're leading and i just swim up and i'm like swimming next to them and as as, as they breathe i'm like i can't believe i'm swimming with the swim run labs and brooke just picks her head up. She's like, what's your name? <laughs> I'm like, I'm Chris. And Annie's like, geez, Brooke. And it was super funny. That's pretty it was funny. super funny, which is like on the one hand, how welcoming she was. Like, yeah. what's your name? Let's have a chat. Like, why do you think it's special to swim with us? And the other is just like, <laughs> I guess you've never seen well, me in person. Never or in with person goggles. or with goggles. And your hair was up, you know, our hair, yes. our uh, signature, now signature man buns. <laughs> that or, signature might need to change. Yeah. <laughs> or at least my signature man buns. Um. Yeah, so so that was super fun, and we met a bunch of people, and we definitely didn't get them all. We we're actually kicking ourselves because we're like, "Oh, what was the name of that guy?" And but yeah, we really appreciate everyone coming up and saying hi to us, and and it was super fun. So we met Mike Lyle from Carlsbad, who's actually the coach of the Swarm Monks. So I already told him we're going to ask him to be on the show at some point. So we'll get another coach's he, perspective. We didn't get his dog's name. I forgot what his dog's name was, but. Uh, we also ran into, as we said, Sterling and Lolo from Team Run for Tacos all the way from Florida. Flew literally yeah. the furthest diagonal that you could yeah, well, it was like Pacific Northwest. Yeah, so Sterling is like, he's in Canada and in Florida, and I think Lolo's like Arizona. I'm not sure. But uh, but yeah, they, they were super great. They were super stoked. It was their first race. Sounds like they had a great time. Yes. Um, Luke from Wisconsin and Kyle from Seattle. Couple cool guys. Yes, Lee from San Francisco, who was also someone who, as we were doing a swimmer practice at Aquatic Park, there's the Dolphin Club and then the South End Club. They're right yeah. next door to each other, and they're the open water, no wetsuit kind of swimming people. 
and we go past a bunch of people on a run and he follows us and he goes, Hey, are you guys doing that race in, in Washington? And we're like, yeah, the orcas. He goes, cool. What's with all the gear? And I was like, just go to lowtidebois.com. Yeah. And you'll figure it all out from there. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it, was it was pretty funny. funny and he's like, okay. Uh, and, and then we just ran off, but he came up. And so, and, and that's how you saw us. it because, yeah. cause you were doing the talking and I was oh, really? right. And it was like, it was like, from my view, you were like, we're the low tide boys. Like he's and supposed he to know like, who we are. And he was just like, you know, deer caught in headlights. He was like, oh yeah, just go to lowtideboys.com. <laughs> and the guy was like, all right. See, I thought, I thought. Hey, but he did it. Okay. It well, greatly. Mission accomplished. We also <laughs> met Amy Bush's husband, Matt. Yeah, he came over with some with, cake. With some cake. Because it was also Trista, Trista's birthday yeah, this weekend. Birthday weekend. I don't know why she decided to spend it doing Orca's Island, but good for her. Sick. We met, um... Ann Molesbury's dad, John, guy was super cool. Yeah. We'd met we'd met her mom at Casco, but she decided to sit this race out as well. Yes. I think maybe maybe she'll be at Austin. I don't know if she'll suit up for Austin or not. We haven't got a statement on to that. Wait one. and see. Uh, Fred, who is the famous guy from the Orcas hype video on the website, who made a comment about not doing the long course. Yeah, not wanting to do the long course again. Yeah. Guess what? He was he, doing the long he did course. The long course with his partner <laughs> Julian. And it was their first swim run on the long course. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was Julian's first first uh, swim nice. run period. Oh my! And word. it was the long course. Yeah, um, yeah. Matt Murray and Sarah Monk. We actually, um, I saw Matt from behind, and he was wearing a low tide boys hat that was like very worn. It was like looked like he had gray. been left out on a boat or something. Yeah, for two weeks. So, so I was walking back to our Airbnb with Chipper. I was like, hey, I want to go say hi to that guy. So we go up and it and so it's Matt Murray and Sarah Monk and you know we chat with them. They're in the Strava Club. They came from Colorado to do the race, um, their first long course swim run. <sighs> yes. So yeah, so it was really cool to to meet them. We chatted them up on the ferry as well. Yeah. Congrats on getting that done, Mike and Lisa again. We saw yeah. them again. They like low key. Nice. They like low key show up at all the races. I think they do. I've known like I've seen you be here before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also met in person finally uh, Herbert, who was our neighbor. Herbert Crable, who uh, was in the Airbnb right next to us. And he was like, uh, I see your flag. He, he, he DM'd <laughs> us. He was like, where are you? He was like, I'm next door. I'm like, I'm coming over at the same time. He's I'm... like, I'm walking down the hill. <laughs> so it was really great to connect with him and race with him a little bit. So that, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was awesome to, to mix it up with Herbert there. Tom, who had the broken hip injury from Mackinac, Mackinac was there with Jamie his partner and Jamie and Herbert ended up tag teaming up to do the race, which they got second, second place. place in the mixed division yeah. and fifth overall, I believe. So yeah, kudos, like Herbert and Jamie. Yeah, Heather, Brandon, and their kid Jazz, who was totally not Jazz to be hanging out with the low tide boys. Uh, you know, I don't yeah, don't blame you, Jazz. Totally, totally. But uh yeah, but Brandon, I mean, well well, let's talk about Heather. She's like amazing. She's and a mom. Endurance Savage, I Endurance, think, is She's done, like, the World Eco Challenge, you know, Ultra Paddle, and all this stuff. It was, it was, I mean, she was something else. And then her husband, Brandon, who was also super stoked on Sormon from Bellingham, and we chatted with him a bit, and he was saying how he did something interesting. So it was him and two buddies that wanted to do the long course. So it was basically like a threesome. So they did three solo. Mm-hmm. Long course solo. And then just, like, hung out together the whole time and just did it together. So. Nice. So yeah, that's that seemed like a pretty cool way to make sure everyone was involved, and he, and he was awesome. So it was it was great to chat with him. Also, if Brandon sounds familiar, may have remembered swimming by his name a few times as it was printed on the pool buoys. He is the Brandon Realty that was printed on some of those uh, not pool buoys, some of the yeah. uh, 
mark course markings in the water of the orange orange whatever they are giant floating they're called buoys. um markers potato chips potato chips okay <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go with that <laughs> then steve and doug from menlo park great seeing you too yeah, and finally, we mentioned it already, but, you know, finally getting to meet Brooke in person. We'd met Annie in person for the first time at Casco and her husband, Rob. So it was really great to connect with these people that we already have this friendship and connection with to actually spend some time with yeah. them in person was, was super fun. Super, super fun. I'm, I'm, I'm slightly worried that maybe it was too much in person for, like, too much chipper time for everybody. Like, I don't want Brooke to be oh, like, oh, okay. Well, I think the gear talk was fun. Why it was <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. Okay. They'll, now, they'll, they'll let you know. If they'll it's let me bad. know. Okay. <laughs> so, so why don't we talk about the race? So we Let's did the long course. It. For us, it ended up being about 26-ish miles. Our elevation was um, under 5,000, but I'm sure it was more. It could have just been being in the woods Garmin and stuff. funk. Gar- yeah, Garmin stuff. Yeah, we heard people, some people had 27, some people had 25 in terms of total mileage. And yeah, I mean... I think Boy. In, in terms of a venue for a race, oh. it checked off all the boxes for me. I mean, I felt like I was the way I only way I could describe it to people is like, hey, we got teleported into like Endor or something and we're yeah. just running through these woods. That's another Star Wars reference if you're tallying, right? I know it is, huh? Okay. It's a good, I, I, I got that. That was on Return of the Jedi. Yep. Okay. <laughs> good job. Good job. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so it was just like super wooded. Basically, totally foreign. Just to beautiful. Us. I mean, it. Yeah, it was amazing. Super it was cool. simply amazing. And uh, the day before was so funny because it was sixty-five degrees, seventy bluebird sky, as our friend Annie would say. It didn't look like there was a rain cloud in sight. Yeah. And me and Chris were like, it might get kind of warm tomorrow, but sure enough, the Pacific Northwest didn't mm-hmm. let us down, and quickly within twelve hours, it flipped it on ahead. And it was down 10 degrees to 52 degrees, and it was raining at race start. It was swim run Perfect weather. Perfect swim run weather. Totally, totally. Yeah. And that, that was something funny that I remember telling John and Addison before as we were kind of marking our paddles up, you know, the, the night before the race. They're like, oh, my God, it's going to rain. And me and Chris were like, good. And they're like, what do you mean? We're like, well, you're essentially all your gear. You're totally optimized to be super efficient in the rain. It's no <laughs> exactly. big deal. He's like, okay. So then they kind of were ready for it too. So it's it ended actually, up being a cool. Yeah, swim running in the rain is super fun. It, um, it yeah, was. and, and uh, funny side note, Brent Molesbury, one of the race directors, mm-hmm. he recommended to us to go see Mount, go to the top of Mount Constitution on Saturday because yes. it was a nice day. So right after the swim run shakeout, we went up there. And it, I mean, Views are amazing. Oh, so we, you know, we pictures, saw Canada. Pictures don't do it justice. Um, Mike Lyle was also up there. So I went up to him, and yep. he'd done the long course before. So he was kind of le- letting me know how kind of the course went down and gave me the lay of the land from the top, which was super cool. So thank you for that, Mike. I actually think it was really helpful just to get a little bit of, like, spatial awareness going. Um, and, yeah, and the next day it was you couldn't see anything. So I'm glad we got to check it out because at least you could know what you were missing <laughs> instead of having no idea what's happening around you because that's, yeah. that's what it kind of felt like. It was like foggy. You, you and, had no idea. I mean, I, I was super turned around. Yeah, I mean, you're just trying to follow the markers. But, uh, yeah, but race day came. I was, I would say, um, I was in kind of a weird state of mind because I usually get pretty nervous mm-hmm. and the nerves are around like wanting to express my fitness and be able to perform something that's commensurate for all the 
freaking time I put in something on, to show. Yeah, you, you know, just like not have it be not have it be something where it's like, oh man, you know, like I did all this training and it actually didn't work or or whatever. Like I just wanted to put out a good performance. And this time, I wasn't really thinking about that at all. I, I was mostly thinking about like. You know, my good friends are here. They're doing swimming for the first time. We're in this cool house. This place is amazing. Like, we're seeing all these yeah. people that we care about. And I was just like, I was just like, it was so, it just seemed like such a fun thing to do. Even the start line where I'm usually like super quiet. I was yeah. like, you know, taking photos with it people. It did have a different and, vibe to it for sure. Um, yeah. So it like, so I was just in a completely different state of mind um, than I usually am. And I think... Yeah, it was really fun. It was yeah, <laughs> it was really fun to get it started, you know. Yeah, and we, um, I would say similar. I would, I mean, I definitely felt we didn't really have a conversation before of like, hey, I was injured. What are we gonna do? I think it was a unspoken or it wasn't unspoken agreement that we have that it's like we're I'm gonna give you the most effort that I have mm. today, and it's. And Chris totally knows, and I will say I got to give you major, major props too because, I mean, I was already mentally feeling like shit when I was injured, right? Like, fuck, I'm already behind. I already can't keep up with him on the run. Now mm-hmm. I'm falling even more behind. And you were super cool, and you didn't say, hey, why don't you try to go for a run today? Or you didn't push me. You just let it happen. You let me do my own thing, which I really appreciated because it probably would have made it way worse for me. If you would have just, you know, right, start done, busting your yeah, about like, it. oh, why don't you go run? Yeah, because I did. I tried to do a twenty minute run, and after like ten steps, I was like, I gotta stop. And yeah. my wife was even like, "You've never been that restrained." I'm like, I don't want this to get worse. I need to, you fix. Well, yeah, I need to get better. Totally, you know? totally. I mean, and I'll say, you know, from my, you know, from my side of things, and for everyone listening at home, like we've intentionally not talked about this like on the plane and stuff we want to save it for the show so you're kind of getting like our debrief of the race as we would basically do off air um you know from my side of things you know i understand this is a team sport and i understand that you know whatever success we might have in trying to put a performance that's commensurate with training it's a team effort so yeah, I mean, I already put in a ton of volume just because I'm like right. a cardio guy. But when we're racing, it's like, all right, what what are we doing together? Like, I don't want to do a swimmer with anyone else. I don't want to like this right. is this is an experience that you and I do together. And you know, I think that the expectations were a little bit different for me just because Casco we did so well. Um, we and so it was proud like it's like all results. right, so is this like a step up? All this stuff, and I think I think it was a step up, and not in the way that that I would have anticipated or either of us, did. Um, <laughs> yeah. you know, but, but it, and I think, uh, I think, you know, we'll, we'll go through sort of a leg by leg, yeah. um, report of what happened. And there was definitely a lot of, a lot of things that happened, but I think, you know, some foreshadowing, I think it was, it was my most memorable race for a lot of reasons, um, that, I, and for reasons that I wouldn't have expected. Totally. And I would say, I, as I mentioned earlier, like, I had already committed to, I, I, I'll say, doing swim run. I've dug deeper personally as an athlete, <laughs> air quotes, <laughs> on that one. But I've dug deeper as a person physically than I've ever gone before. And I this was the deepest that I've ever gotten to yeah. multiple times during the race. So I was like, I had my mindset, which I was, you know, 
I was actually pleased with how I was able to like, I knew I was going to be suffering and I didn't know how long for, but I was like committed mm-hmm. to like hurt and I was ready to do that. Um, and I did <laughs> just <laughs> for did. way longer than I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, additionally, my nerves at the start were way different than Casco. Like Casco was like, oh fuck, we've been training. You know, this is yeah, so let's, exciting. Let's just, just have blow to get it out. We got, swim let's we'll just be- go. <laughs> And here it was like, okay, and we weren't, we're not sneaking up on people. You know, we had a really result that we were super proud of. We got top 10 men's like, we aren't the, oh, we're not the back of the pack low tie boys anymore. Like we can't (laughs) say that shit anymore, but you know, people, you know, so there was, I felt, I guess a little bit of kind of pressure, but also Mm. I knew it was going to be a different race than it had the potential to be. But anyway. Yeah. And I think, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. But I think every race is like an arrow in her quiver for ultimate an goal. experience. And I think that, again, like the lessons from this race to me are, are probably are some of the most important ones that we've had as a team. Yeah. Um, and and yeah. So so let's go into it. And let's I go. think. Uh, yeah. And we'll just talk about it as we go along, because this <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening in this race. We'll say before we get started that there was some course marking issues. Yes. So we want we we've heard a lot of things. Some of it we don't know if it's true or not. But from what we've heard from who we consider pretty credible people, the course was actually kind of sabotaged. There was a saboteur by, by local or somebody. Mm-hmm. going as far to as not just taking signs down or taking flags down, but moving flags from the correct trail, putting them on a different trail, mm-hmm. flipping arrows opposite ways of where like they were supposed Jurassic to go. Park like style. Yeah, like Newman in Jurassic Park. Great reference. And then drop the Barbasol shaving cream with the <laughs> DNA in there. Yeah. Um, and so you're a big dumb man. <laughs> we'll go catch a stick. Isn't that what he says when he throws the stick? <laughs> and he turns around in the car. Yeah, great okay, movie. Anyway, thanks for the graphic deep Jurassic Park reference tripper. I got to stop the third person stuff. I don't know why. You I also that. need to okay. stop that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so there had been a saboteur. So we, our goal, our sort of like strategy was to kind of race it a little bit harder to start, not harder, just race it solid to start knowing we had Mount constitution and Mount Pickett, And that's where we were going to try to really put good efforts out and then run the downhills pretty pretty heavily since we feel like we were we have good experience on those with our trail running t- skills and then that last run last long run run 13 would be where we would try to i don't know put put a good effort in if, if yeah. we had the the energies like in whatever's the batteries, left yeah whatever's left kind of like empty it there yeah so so yeah so we started the race it started with a 1.5 mile run r1 was essentially kind of running around the resort and then jumping into the cascade bay swim which was about 300 yards not very long uh it was cold it was cold but i was definitely pretty i was warmed expecting up. more <laughs> i mean well when we when we started the run yeah we kind of tried to stay in sort of front mid-pack there was one solo course guy who just like took off like out a bat out of hell yeah and uh and even like like the Dirksons who who won first mixed team and first overall by like half an hour I think something like that they they were just chilling and this guy just took off so I'm like I think the Dirksons know what they're doing yeah. um he ended up winning the long course solo but uh but yeah so it was a super hilly run kind of like around the resort down a street where some condos and then you jump right into the water which was pretty cold and I think 
I mean, we did that transition. That might have been our best transition of the day. Like we I just, think it was. And it was cool, too, because everyone at the everyone start line was, was basically there. It was fun. So there was, like, people watching, Action photographers, packed. like, all this stuff. And, you know, our friend Tommy was screaming and stuff. It was great. Um, and you, you led that swim. And, I mean, we got through it real fast. Yeah, I kind of scoped. We scoped it out before because literally we're, it's outside of our fr- if front If we didn't window. scope it out, we, we would have had problems. Yeah. <laughs> and so kind of the plan was, like, we know it's going to be cold. And let's just go. So we hit it, found some feet. I actually ended up being right in with Beacon Blake, who we we raced a good portion of the race with at, at Casco Bay and who just got back from uh, Tolo, the World Championship. Same with Andy and Mel. Uh, yeah, who they got second California place Storm Run. team. Yeah, Beacon Blake, second place. Kudos for uh, you guys there. So we were right there with them coming out of the water. Uh, then we went on charging out to the trails uh, for run two, and that's where it all started. And that's so, where the so that was like a happened. that was like a point nine mile run, essentially taking from Rosario kind of up the mountain to the first plateau where kind of Cascade Lake is, and you're supposed to take a right off the road, but we so so there was basically a front pack, and we were kind of leading a second pack out of the water because yeah. we kind of charged up the hill a little bit, and where a lot of people were hiking, we just kind of like you know ran slowly. Uh, and we totally missed a turn because there was no sign. So a bunch of everything bunched up and then people were like, oh, it's down this way. So people started running that way. And here's a, probably the first of many kudos to our friend John Branderhorst mm-hmm. from Team Concho Boys. He saw that someone had stuffed a bunch of these flags into like um, – like a, your parking fee box. It was like a parking fee box. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't look at it closely, but it was like either that or one of the like uh, like the poop bags poop for bag, dogs yeah. or something. Basically, it was definitely hidden. Yeah, they were trying to hide it. So he saw it. He pulled them out, and it has these running with his partner. He's putting the flags He's back like remarking up, remarking the course. He's up. remarking the course. So you know, kudos for that. I mean, Jesus, um, it's first swim run. You know, so 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 that's that was kind of the first shenanigans. Then we get to Cascade Lake swim run one. Now which to is pause like, here. When people, sorry, when people, you know, when you get off course and everything, some people, it could totally throw your whole race. I was trying to be really good about, hey, everyone's here. Because we we were kind of up in the front of that second pack. And then by the time we turned around and got back to the actual thing, I mean, like five or six teams went by. And if that could have totally deflated us. But I'm I'm proud of how we just kind of kept it going. Sure. I mean, I think of anything, I mean, it was definitely a bummer because like, I think our strategy was, hey, if we could be really strong on the climbs, then whatever advantage we're losing by not being super fast swimmers, even though I think we've actually swam pretty well, Yeah. Um, you know, we can sort of, you know, break, break the rubber band a little bit from the, from the, from the going back and forth that would happen to us, you know, definitely happen to us at Casco. So, so that was kind of what we were thinking. So when that didn't happen, it was a bummer. And then, um, you know, we do the first swim, which was really, it was really nice. Yeah, it was a nice swim. Uh, but people had definitely gotten off course, and we weren't, uh, and it, it was kind of weird because when we came out of that swim too, we came out right behind our friends uh, Lee and Marcus from Team Zwaggy Zaddies, and they had taken a major wrong turn. They ended up, you know, winning the men's division, coming in second, I think, overall. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I was like, why am I seeing these guys? I should, I should only see them right at the beginning and then a couple the hours end, after the they finished. Um, so, so, so that's when I knew, okay, like this is just weird. Um, and then, yeah, R3 was this, the run where we were trying to make up kind of what we lost. Yes. And we just followed the course markings, which happened to be totally the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. So on the... 
Yeah, swim three, that long one. We caught some feet. This mixed team was coming up alongside me, and I was leading this swim, and they were pushing pretty good. And I was like, if I could catch these feet, I'm going to ride this out because this will be a great right, great thing to, to get, like a nice pull. So we did that, and I was definitely, <laughs> I was definitely probably, you know, in the upper upper effort area, probably higher than what we agreed upon early for for going. But anyway, it seemed like a good opportunity to take. Sure. So we did, and we got out. And the next run was that cliff jump. So we were right behind this mixed team, and the male partner went to what the actual course direction was, and his his partner said, "No, it's over here where the flags are." And I looked at Chris. Where, and I was like, this is kind of, you know, in my head, I was thinking this is our chance to kind of make back a couple spots. So right. let's follow the flags. Right. Because we can't go wrong with the and, flags. And, and right? in my head, I was like, we were just here. I know the cliff right. jump is that way. I, I totally, in my head, I knew that too. But I was like being overrode by the flags. It just, I was sure. like, yeah, I mean, it. no, same here. It's like, it's like, you know, who are we to be like, maybe there's another trail that kind of goes that way yeah. and drops you down or something. We didn't know. So we're, we're running down this thing. And we have basically clear air in front of us. And we're running one reference. I would say we're running harder than we really should have been because we were trying to make up. Yeah, I think we were spiked a little bit from from the previous wrong turn. And then so we're running down this thing and it's basically taking us to the start of swim three again. And uh, and we see John Stevens, one of the race directors, running towards us and being like, you guys got to turn around. And he's like pulling flags. A handful of flags. Um, Yeah, so basically that's where... I think we probably went off course by three quarters of a mile, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then running back, we also kind of spiked it a little bit because we were like, shit, here we go again. So so we get back on on course. And this is probably the the, the one point where I wish I would have been kinder. I, I'll, I'll apologize to whoever it was who was standing at the cliff jump and was just vacillating. And I was like, go. And then she kind of backed off. I felt bad about yeah. that. But I was like, I, you know. So I apologize. It's not it's not my proudest moment, but at that point I was like my 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 goal was to continue. I yeah, I get it. And she made it in totally fine. She was fine. Yeah. Jumped in after us. Um so like a little bit of a, a, a hindsight situation here. So this is kind of where I feel like it started to kind of unravel for me a little bit. And looking back on everything now, as I've given this race report to my wife last night <laughs> and, same, same. and thinking about it during the race and mostly the day after and everything, and kind of talking with Chris about what could have like caused my sort of, I basically blew up pretty spectacularly. Like a very extended bonk. A, a, a massive bonk. And I think dehydration now looking back on it. But I think in this early legs of one through four and getting mixed up and the harder swims, I definitely didn't take anything in terms of anything. (laughs) I probably missed at least a gel or two. I don't think there was, there's no aid station really in there. So I, I didn't miss any of that. I also realized after hindsight and and thinking back i kind of fumbled my pre-race hydration thing i usually have a bottle of ph 1500 the night before and then i have one in the morning so i'm kind of topped up on that and like chris mentioned earlier with everyone there and the the house was fun and being so close i think i was just kind of too thrown off my routine i'm not trying to make an excuse i'm just trying to honestly diagnose what Mm -hmm. happened so i can prevent it from happening again but I think I was just really thrown off, and I 
I kind of think I started depleted, plus the combination of going off course, running harder earlier on than we really wanted. I think it just kind of it zapped me early, and um, I think this is where after that cliff jump swim, we got out, and there was the water, the aid station there. And I specifically remember taking a sip of water and was like, wow, that tastes really good. <laughs> and I remember running off and we were trying to be really good about our aid stations. And I know that's a big, uh, you know, uh, tension point for us. <laughs> it's a lot of meme fodder. It's, yeah, it's a lot of meme fodder for us. But Yeah, and, and at that point, so... So to just to show how this was really like a tale of two races in many ways, even though we were tethered. Yeah. Um, my energy levels all day were sky high. Off the charts. I, you know, I took a gel, um, you know, I took a gel early. I took a, I basically took a gel at every aid station and in the middle of all of the two super long runs. Um, stomach was tolerating it. So I was like, might as well stay topped yeah. off. But my... Um, yeah, like my my engine was was idling pretty you were good. high. You were good. Um, yeah. So so yeah. So that aid station, you took some water. You took. I think I was like take a gel or something, and you did. Yeah, and I actually ended up taking the most gels that I've ever taken at a swim run event that day. So I felt good about the amount of gels that I at least brought and ate. But I remember I had that, and I'm like, man, I'm really thirsty. I remember telling you that, and I don't know. Obviously, we're racing. My mind's on other things, but like. If you're actually saying you're thirsty, you better drink late. some freaking yeah. water next time. Yeah, and for I, sure. I just didn't. It it didn't come to the top of my yeah, mind. Yeah, and I think I think I that's probably a lesson. You know, on the post mortem after we do the thing, I think I want to talk about communication because um, I think that there were anyway. There's some moments where I think the communicate like we could have been better about communicating. Like I could have been better about. Oh, you're thirsty? Like, you need to drink until, like, we need to stop for a second. Or you needed to tell me, like, I need to hang out here for 10 seconds and drink more or something like that. Instead of, I think you were... I'm also trying to be good and, like... I mean, I, I think I think for a lot of this stuff, you sort of indulge me uh, and, like, my sort of sea biscuit complex, <laughs> which is kind of the same way Brooke indulges Annie. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, so I... Anyway, we, we, we can talk about the communication piece later. But, yeah, at this point... From that aid station, we essentially do our first kind of major climb going up to from Cascade Lake to the next plateau, which would be Mountain Lake, mm-hmm. which is two and a half miles. And it was pretty much all uphill. Yeah. Um, and again, I was feeling great. And I think that's where the tether started getting a little bit more taut. Yeah. Um, and 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 yeah, I, I wasn't really saying anything because I was like, oh, yeah, he, he just took a gel, like, you know, give it yeah, 10 come, minutes or yeah. whatever. And yeah, and I think when we when we talked about it later, we're going to ask, you know, you know, scale one to 10, where are you at? And you were like a three and then you took a gel and it brought you to a seven, but then you were right back to a three. So it was basically like, <laughs> and you're like, are you a three again? I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but, uh, that Mount Lake swim, I really liked that swim. Um, I think that's the first one. I think you, I think I let it out and you, um, you closed it off. Is that how we did that one? Was that the one by the... No, that's not the bridge one. The bridge was Cascade. Yeah. This was just the one where we're... The one right before... Um, we essentially go to that little tiny the island. The island, yes. No, this fun. was a great swim. Chris crushed it on this swim because he got on... Or this yes. isn't why he crushed it. 
Chris was it crushing is. the it swim. Is. No, no, it is. And then, unbeknownst to us, Mel and Andy, like a couple of sharks behind us, uh-huh. were chilling on Chris's feet. And then Mel's like, the low tide boys are too slow for me. I got to get around these guys. So she starts coming up to side, and I'm like, Chris, you better get on those feet ASAP. Yeah. Because we're taking this toe. And this was this was telepathic, of this course, because yes. we're swimming. It sounded <laughs> yeah. like... Um, yeah, and I, I don't know how I knew it was Mel. Uh, but then when Andy went by, I'm like, she I could said, definitely tell She's him. like, hi, guys. She did? I'm like, okay. Oh, I totally didn't hear that. Yeah, so, so I definitely... And it was actually, it was a thrill for me to be like on their feet. They're super cool. They're friends of ours. And it was just like, yeah, I'm just going to take a little ride here for a minute. Be, besides of the, um, you know, obviously, yeah, well we'll, well, we'll keep going. But like from this swim, I was immediately impressed with you on how <laughs> your swimming was. And let's peel the curtain back a little bit. Chris likes to act like he doesn't, he can't swim and shit. He's keeping up with me with no problems in the pool. So this thing of Chipper leaves all the swims is we're going to have to change this. This is what I'm trying to to say. I don't want to change it though. We might change it, but Chris crushed the swim. He impressed me with his swimming all day. I'm just going to put that out there. Thank you. You, 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 you did great. Um, so that was a a great swim. And then we kind of had a couple smaller runs that would be run, yeah, R six, which was like the little just a hundred foot, which I really enjoyed that little, that little thing. Yeah, it was it was like super sketchy too. <laughs> like yeah. it was it was us with uh, Andy with, and with Mel, Andy and yeah. Mel. We're all like, uh, okay, let's go this way. Um, then we got out. And it was another little like two hundred swim just to the shore, and then I was like, okay, here here's the big that's meat and potatoes. Here's the meat time. and potatoes time. Yeah, it's meat and potatoes time. We ended up. Um, not cabbing down. We still had our arm warmers on. We basically, I pretty much kept my swim cap on most of the time. This yeah. is the one where I, I ended up taking it off, unzipping, putting the paddles down, and take you know just basically getting comfortable. Yeah. Um, but not uh, but not cabbing down because it, I I definitely wasn't hot. Yeah, I think we were pretty comfortable. We made a really good choice yeah i think going with the orno x made made a lot of sense so the arc orno you know it is straight it is just what as everyone said it's straight uphill there isn't a lot of relief power hiking is your friend and then on the other side of it there's some pretty steep downhill switchbacks to get to get to to twin lakes so yeah that climb i think we were passed by the team that ended up being third i mean we we really we got so turned around with going the wrong way that we, we really didn't know, know where what was we going were. on we didn't know who was in front of us who was behind us like we could have been in 50th place or in second like we had just yeah. no idea which is fine because we were essentially we didn't really care i mean we, we were kind of racing yeah. against the clock we were like all right we think that like a six to six and a half hour performance based on previous times would be good for like us. that would be like all right yeah. we like we expressed our fitness so yeah. to speak but that meant you know, Mount Constitution, um, essentially that four and a, 4.5 mile section took us over an hour. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I was like blowing up that whole time. Basically yeah, any time we would jog the, or try to go up the hills, my heart would just be in, in my throat. I was like maxed out and I would take a gel. I didn't have any water. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we had the handheld, had the which hand I ended held. up just giving to you at one point. Yeah, I was like, "Do you have that water bottle?" And you just gave it back to me. And even another aid station, I like didn't fill it up. I still haven't gotten it back. I'll, I'll give it to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, one aid station, I didn't even fill it up with water, and I had been way underhydrated the whole day. Like I just clearly wasn't yeah. sharp enough. Um, but yeah, yeah I mean, that's there where, was again, we'll talk about it later. But that's where like 
I, I feel like in hindsight, I noticed some of these things, but I was just like, I, I don't know if it was just wishful thinking on my part yeah. or my own sort of goals of trying to like keep moving forward. Maybe I thought we were, t- sometimes I think we're too telepathic and I should just open my mouth and tell you it's instead true. of, yeah, it's you're true. not a mind reader. It's true. But Mount Constitution, I mean, I was happy to get to the top. There, I was making us walk parts that we, that I was totally capable of running. And if I went out there today, I feel like we could shave 10 minutes off that climb if we did it right now. And let's, that's let's just not. what it was. <laughs> yeah. Not, right. not saying I'm going to do that, but. Um, yeah. So there was, yeah. So we left some time on the table for sure. I think, you know, the tether was pretty taut. Um, we got up to the top. We filled up the flask for sure. Mm-hmm. We drank a bunch. Um, you had like a banana. I had a banana. And I had pH. I definitely mm-hmm. spent. I, that time I do remember saying, I need to stop here because yep. I'm like, I'm not in a good way. Yep. And me and Herbert put a, we pulled our bar stools up to the precision hydration thing <laughs> and we had a couple pulls from there. Yeah, it was super fun to see you at the it top. Was it was great to see Herbert and Jamie. And then they took off down, descending like a couple of savages going downhill. I was up there, refilled a little bit and going down that was the first time we actually kind of talked the whole day. Like I had energy to be like, I felt chatty mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was like, Oh man, okay. I can come back. But uh, yeah, I do find, last long, yeah, I do find when we're like in kind of, since we've been tethering for the entire race, like we chit chat less just because there's one guy in front of the other kind of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and we're I racing think, harder too. Yeah. And I, th- I think, I think we definitely should have checked in more. I don't know if I was, Again, just being totally honest, whether I was just being like passive aggressive or just like, you know, zone. I was in the zone. I mean, yeah. I really felt like if if I would have done that race solo, which I have zero interest in doing that race solo. Like, if if that was if that was what I was doing, like, I either would have like I was totally riding the lightning in terms of like being in the zone. Like, I either would have had like an incredible result, or I would have had this colossal, an incredible epic blow up, blow up. <laughs> you know, just and like, I kept you reined in, just so crashed, crashed and burn right. Um, and I've only really experienced that a couple times in racing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's for, so for me, it was like, part of me was like, I, I can carry this. Like I, I can keep him moving forward. And, and, and I also felt like, I mean, I distinctly remember thinking this was like, you know, I know what he's capable of. Yeah. Like he's, I, I know what he can give me. And like, I, obviously I don't want you to like fall or push you too far or anything yeah. like that. But I was like, you know, let let me see if I can just keep him moving forward. And at that point, we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. So I was like, let's at least get back to Mountain Lake. Yeah. And a road, <laughs> you know, or something. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, that, yeah, it was like, if there was any non, nothing going up, if it was flat or down, Chris is like, let's go. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I mean, in my head, I'm like, I at least owe him this <laughs> to like, yeah. to run, you know, because yeah, and any incline, it was I would early, immediately just just dial it back. Pretty early, things were not going how I expected, or they were, yeah. And I immediately started feeling very bad, obviously, yeah. because I'm like, well, fuck, we're this is a team sport, yes, but Chris is clearly feeling really good right now, <laughs> and I am Too like good. a I'm like a giant cinder block back here that he's lugging around Mount Constitution, <laughs> and that's not a good place. That's not a good way to feel. And if you felt that way, you know. Yeah, it sucks. Um, yeah, I mean, I, was like, I think that's another reason why I wasn't chatting you up too much because I mean, I could tell. I mean, that's not the performance you want to put out there. You're having a bad day. I mean, the yeah. shoe's been on the other foot. Yeah, you know, like 
you know, there's, there's, we've done enough stuff together where, you know, for me, I was like, I was like, maybe he'll come back from this. But it was around this time when we were getting to Twin Lake swims, mm-hmm. which was these really cold, really cool swims. Where yeah. at that point, I was like, you just rest. I'm gonna leave. I, I got both of these swims, yeah. and I kind of pulled us, pulled us across both again. More points in the swim club <laughs> again. Like, no, I mean, I'm being serious. Like, They're there was short. times, yeah, they were short, but you, you didn't fuck around. You didn't. There was no sighting problems. You don't have your glasses on couple of the flags are like buried up and behind some redwoods and stuff. I'm like, man, they're really fucking with him on this. One. <laughs> you know? Well, you know what, when, when, uh, this is, you know, flash forward, but when we were back in Mount Lake and it was a little convoluted, like yeah. I couldn't read the signs. It said long course, short course. Yeah, just like, what does that sign say? He's like, go straight. Go straight. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So those twin lake swims, I mean, it was actually really refreshing, but you were, you told me chipper that they weren't long enough to actually really get any recovery. Yes, because I felt I felt better after swim seven and run eight was this kind of little thing. And then swim eight, I'm like, OK, I kind of feel a little bit recharged. You're off the legs, cold water kind of feels nice. Um, and then Mount Pickett quickly, you know, erased that uh, slight victory I had. Uh, and we saw race director Brent Molesbury running down the trails. Hey, guys, how's it going? I'm like, it's a big hug. I'm like, big hug. I'm like, oh, we're just about to do Mount Pickett. He's like, well, don't go down the pit of despair. We're like, okay. Like, noted. <laughs> and, um, yeah, we then Mount Pickett came and. Yeah, there was an aid station kind of at the top. It was kind of the same thing. Anything that was uphill, um, like you just couldn't spike your heart rate. Yeah, I mean, was that. Yeah, that was more. It was like fire roadie. We get to the top. Yeah. It was really the most remote part. The the most remote part of the course, and we heard a tree fall and crash, which is a really crazy experience. That's right. Yeah, when we were just getting back to Mount Lake, or right yeah, before that, like, we it, were in the Mount Pickett area. It was crazy. It was like a tree. It sounded like lightning hit it or something. Yeah, and it just like you know, if a tree falls in the woods and no one's, we freaking the low heard tide it. boys heard it. We heard it, and other people heard it too. Like, so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't just us. But yeah, that was like it wasn't that far from us. That was pretty sketchy. Yeah, so Mount Pickett was super cool, but also like you really felt like you're in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah, you know, thank goodness. That, I mean, if someone had dropped me off there, I wouldn't even know which way to get started to get out of. I there. mean, I guess parent, if you go downhill, eventually. If you can go downhill straight, you'll hit something like ocean yeah, or something. Ocean. But, uh, but yeah, it was it was it was super cool, really interesting terrain, really beautiful. There was this sort of like marine layer fog. It was yeah, raining it was a great. little bit. It was, I mean, it was everything. I mean, we said this at the beginning, but this race definitely, in terms of the environment, totally lived up to what I was hoping to get. Which and what swim run really gives you a lot of times is like you know, not only are you doing a swim run, which is cool, but you're in this place that you wouldn't normally go to, whether it's like Ludington or Mackinac or Olive Silly or Malta yeah. or Kant, you know, like there's all these places, Engadin, um, where you can host these events that, you get you know, these unique environmental yeah. experiences and they're hard and they're hard, right? challenging. Um, yeah. So, so, so we survived Mount Pickett, definitely some more low points. Yeah. Making sure you're drinking and, and taking gels. I think you started taking some caffeinated gels. Actually, oh. I didn't take any. Because I was, I was honestly worried. Like my heart was so crazy. Oh, that I was, was like, gonna... I don't want to take a hundred milligrams of caffeine. <laughs> Fair enough. Because I don't know what's going to happen. Fair enough. But after Mount Pickett, we hit yeah. the aid station where they had Coke, and you started hitting the. Coke. I started hitting the Coke, which I sh- and then it was like a double edged sword. I started hitting the Coke, and then that mean I wasn't drinking any water. I was just like Coke, 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 and I was yeah. like, I was falling more behind. I was already too late at that point. 
Yeah, at that point, I mean, we're we're pretty close to home, really, if you think about it. I think by the time we got to Mountain Lake, we maybe had, you know, seven miles, yeah. eight miles left to go. But and it was a rough seven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 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 that was a that was a swim too. Or the, um so we did the run the, nine to the Yeah, run nine, and then we did Mountain Lake Swim, which is the second time we're in that lake. And that's when there started being like a little bit of chop in the water. I noticed that too. And so on, like during these hills, I was like, obviously beat myself up pretty good. But I think swim nine was the one that I, did I do that swim nine? You did. I think I did. And I remember thinking like, if your legs ain't working, your shoulders better fucking work because (laughs) you better get going here. So I like, I gave it what I had on, on that one. And I don't think it was my fastest swim by any stretch of imagination, but I think I yeah, gave it all I, I had. I, I tapped you out at some point just because I wanted to save you because I, I mean, I knew like you just from your stroke rate that I could see that it was yeah. like, all right, you know, I understand what he's trying to do. Like, but, uh, but yeah, we have more, <laughs> we have more yeah, swims got, to do basically. To do. So, so yeah, we do these little swims. It means these little runs on, on Mount Lake, which was actually cool because we saw the short, started seeing the short course people. Yep. There was a little out and back section for the long course. So we got to see Tristan and Amy on that section, which was really Team fun. Team run for tacos. We also saw them. Yep. Yep. And that was a real lift. I mean, you know, there was a couple of times when we saw Tommy, our friend Tommy was on the course taking pictures yes. and stuff. And for me, like it was, it's the first time we've really had like fam, like, for me, you know, equivalent of like family and friends yeah, at a race, one right? Of races. Uh that wasn't either racing it or something. Um so it was just a huge lift to it's see him. Such a so shot great. in the arm of like It was so yeah. great. It was just like whatever's going on, all of a sudden the only emotion is just like happiness and joy, right? Yeah, we were great. going up Mount Constitution and I was I'm a, I was in the shittiest mood. I mean, I'm sorry. If if, if you <laughs> went okay. past us and this is a funny story, I'll, I'll let Chris tell it. But if you went past <laughs> us and I didn't say anything to you, I'm I am sorry, but I was not in a good way. But we're going up Constitution, <laughs> and I'm just, you know, in a bad mood, and it's raining and stuff. And I look up, and there's a guy, like, kind of, like, covering his eyes, like, looking in a North Face jacket. I'm like, is that Tommy? And Chris is like, I think it is. And he goes, the low tie boys? And he starts filming us. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, what a what a friend, dude. He's, like, <laughs> hikes down the mountain. It's pouring rain. He just drove us around, woke up early <laughs> with us, and he's there to, to take cool videos of us and stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was, it was a huge lift. Yeah. So when we saw more folks, when we started seeing people, um, yeah, Chipper wasn't really in the chatty mood and I was, I was super pumped up. You, you were, know, I was still like, you know, energy levels were su- too high, sky high. So I was like, I'll just handle the PR Chipper. <laughs> like you just hang yeah. out there. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Great job. And like anyone I'd recognize be like, yeah. uh, you know, Sterling Lolo, I want some tacos. But the, the, the time before that, Chris was like, Oh, great job. And they're like, you guys look great. And I would be like, well, uh, we're not feeling very great. You know, like, yeah, like uh, oh. and he's like, I'll handle PR. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> just let the grumpy guy try to hang on for his life out. In the back. <laughs> but yeah, so we got, so actually those longer swims, swim six, or sorry, 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. those kind of, from like a heart rate perspective, I think the cool water, because those were longer and I wasn't in the front. So that helped me kind of recover on like some of my energy, but I just couldn't hold. So the legs could kind of move, but that 3.7 mile run 13. Yeah. I had a feeling before <laughs> the race that that was going to potentially be my undoing. Yeah, that was pretty bad because at that point, I mean, the race is pretty much racing Almost downhill. Yeah. It's 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 
you know, the finish line is, you know, figuratively in sight, right? Because yeah. you just have to get downhill, get back to Cascade Lake, do one swim. Big swim still, but yeah. Big swim, about 800 yards, and then one mile. A victory lap. One mile, like, quad, shredder, yeah. liquid fire, whatever. <laughs> one last torture on the legs. One last torture. I mean, I'm... <laughs> Anyway, that last run, I remember telling exactly the point where my quads were gone. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, and they're yeah. gone. Um, yeah, so that run to Cascade Lake, that was, I think that was the darkest. That was the lowest point. That was the darkest. I mean, there was even like, I think, um, it, I think I will it was s- like Andy and Mel, and they were in the distance, and I didn't even say anything. And you were like, I don't have it. I don't have it to catch up. And I yeah. was like, all right, dude, don't even worry about it. Like, just don't even well, don't even put that in your mind. <laughs> I told my wife last night, and she got mad at me, but I was like, there, on that run, it was closing in on me a couple times. Like, one or two times, I was like, okay, I got to, like, do something different or I'm going to, like, go down here. And so there was even a hiker going, and I was almost, I was like, going to be, can I have some of your water? <laughs> I was dying. Wow. I, I don't. I don't know why I, but then we would get to the aid station and I would just like blast through it. Like I was all out of sorts, but that run 13 <coughs> I mean, I was, was, I feel like I was drinking a ton of water. That was one of the, was um, like, that was, I, I don't that think was I've been in, in that, in that bad of a way. And I'm trying to think of all the racing that I've done and yeah. I don't know if I've been that bad before. Yeah, that's like uh, you know, the, the black place where actually a lot of people don't go in training, right? Like it's, it's hard to to take it to to that yeah you know to 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 the dark place where you're just you know you're in the bag and, and you're I just, just still pushing I was like we can we can keep walking and I mean I told Chris this later I'm like if this was one of our little but before we swim runs we were doing ultras and we would do like oh let's do a 50 mile we'll just run it together mm-hmm. if if that was the scenario here and we there was no team aspect I would have just cut you loose I probably would have finished like an hour and a half, two hours behind. Like, yeah. I just would have walked it all well, in because I was so... Well, here's the thing. Like, I wouldn't have left you. Right. If that was well, a yeah, I know, no but... man left behind situation. Just because, like, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, at that point, you know, from my side of things, I was like, all right, we just got to get this done because there isn't anything between where we are now to the next aid station. When we didn't even think there was an yeah. aid station, there happened to be, like, the folks who set up the early aid station just, like, hung they out. They left it there. Which was, it was great. Clutch. Um, They had more Coke, which was great. Yeah. Um, and uh, and then, yeah, I was like, let's just at least get there. You know, let's just keep moving forward, which is, you know, my mantra in life and in swim run. And, yeah, I mean, we took breaks when we need to. At that point, I wasn't even asking you. Like, anytime there was any uphill, I would just start hiking. Yeah. Um, and then whenever it was flat, I would just, like, look back and kind of do this, yeah, like, and you I would know, rollover like, okay, signal. Let's, let's do it. But it, it started, I mean, I, I obviously felt so bad, but it was like at the time you're like, let's go. And I'm like... Even the downhills, I'm like, I got to, I can't, I, yeah. I honestly am like surprised how I didn't trip over. There were so many roots and things sticking <laughs> yeah. out. I'm surprised no, nothing, no chupacabras, sniper. <laughs> but anyway, re- going up into that, Chris was very supportive and he's like, I'm just going to do the swim and then save your, you just, we got one mile to go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so, I was like, so, let's so, do it. So we get to the last swim. And you were like, well, I'm, I'll start it off. And I was like, you know what? I got this. Yeah. I got this whole thing. I, he, I was like, just save it. I didn't notice he packed them, but he had his big boy pants <laughs> and he pulled them out of his, his orna. I was like, I was like, you know, just, just, just give me the last mile. 
Just, yeah. That's what I said. Just give me the last mile and we're there, right? And, you know, amazing things happen in the last mile of a sure, race, right? Chariots of Fire is playing, you know, all of a sudden you find that that burst of that well of energy to sprint to the finish line or whatever. Yeah, so that last swim, I must say, that is the swim I am most proud of because... As you should be. Um, yeah, like I pulled the whole way just like... And I wouldn't even down. say it was your fastest swim or the fastest thing we've done, but like just in the time and the place, I would keep that swim in your mental Rolodex. Yeah. When you need to, to like go to a place well, where you, know, you came through, you know what through, I was thinking of during that? During that swim, I was thinking of Catalina, our last swim in Catalina, where I was like, I don't have shit. I'm just going to go out as far as I can. You know, that was what just, I was thinking and then you about. Just finish it off. And that's why I said I'll start it off. So I was trying to flip it on you. Yeah, but <laughs> but even then, like my my energy level was so high, I was like, you know what? I got this. You just yeah. you just you just recover, save it for the last mile. And uh yeah, I mean, that was probably this one of the swims where it felt like I was doing a lot of pulling. Yeah, um, I I was like I mean, I was fading and I was like, I'm not usually off Chris's feet like this or the rope is not, the tether is yeah. not usually doing this. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, but I was trying, I mean, I was going, I was I mean, like, to, whatever to me, I got. Well, you know. yeah. And to me, in my mind, I was like, hey, I'm doing what's needed for the team and I have the energy to do it. If the roles were reversed, you'd be doing yeah. it. Right. So, and that's where like, you know, anyway, we, we, we finished the swim. I'm super stoked about it. I'm like, you know, there's my MVP award. Yeah. <laughs> That's my MVP award. I mean, the, the most valuable partner award was decided <laughs> very early on in the race. I'll just say that. Um, yeah. And then, you know, we run down hell of the finish line. Tommy's there taking videos and photows. We run right by our freaking house. Right with by the flag our own out. flag. <laughs> just <laughs> so cool. Um, cross the finish line. Chipper immediately falls to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy comes over. He's like, get up, get up. <laughs> and i i don't even re- really remember after that yeah you uh you left your frank paddles which were found and oh returned to you and they um, ended up on the odyssey instagram feed yeah. as well <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah and it was it was uh you know at the finish line you know beacon blake were there um the dirksons were there you know it was just yeah. it was great um herbert and uh, jamie were there and yeah it, um, you know for everything that we just said in terms of, you know, adversity and all that stuff, we ended up finishing the race in six hours and 33 minutes, which was good enough for fourth place men's team and seventh overall, which, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say in all honesty, I wouldn't say the race was as competitive as Casco was in terms of like, yeah. you know, heavy hitter teams, but Hey, you race who shows up. Right. And I think That's for, true. I mean, I was, I mean, I had, again, I had no idea where we were. The fact that we still finished that high up, I think is a testament to, um, you know, our swimmer and IQ and also like all the training that we've been doing for like a whole year. Right. So even though you're having a bad day, your bad day, you know, was sort of relative to like a pretty high level of fitness. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, I don't, it's, I, I was trying to think of the best way to say this without sounding like a dick or something we're very happy with the result that we got but it's we both know we left we could do way better and especially me like people at work today were like how was your race i'm like we did really good we got fourth they're like congrats i'm like i had a horrible race (laughs) you know and they're like oh i'm sorry what happened you know so it's this really tough yeah thing to grapple with um totally because it's also like um, you know, we've been working really hard, been training really hard. Yeah. We've been thinking and talking about swimming all this time. And, 
you know, we just want to experience Swim Run in its optimal, you know, in its purest art form for us, which is moving through nature seamlessly and as quickly as yeah. possible. That's the game, right? Yeah. And if you can do it well, like, for example, the Boston Wet Sox, it's a beautiful thing. Just yeah. watch them swim run, which you don't get to do a lot because they're gone yeah. usually. Um, you know, it's a beautiful thing, the way they move through nature, right? Same thing with, you know, Oscar Olsen and Adriel, the way they were running the world championship. I mean, that's that's so kind of like, that's yeah. the flow, right? That's yep. the ultimate expression of the flow. And, yeah, I mean, we... we we don't think we were trying to get anything. We just wanted to 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 do the best that we could, given our training and all everything that we've achieved in terms, like as a team. Um, and yeah, you know, I I think I think we definitely, you know, we obviously left time on the table. Um, and kind of, I you know, right afterwards, I had sort of like the unfinished business kind of feeling, like mm-hmm. oh yeah, like you know, um. And I was still super energized. Like you were, you know, my buddy, uh, you know, Concha boys finished. They ended up finishing top ten, which is amazing. Super um, impressed with their results. They were like, I forget how far back behind 22 us, twenty two minutes or something. Like, yeah, like pretty legit yeah. for their first swim run. Super legit. And I'm like running out of the house to like go find John and give him a hug. And I was, <laughs> if you saw our <laughs> video on our Instagram, Chipper's you may have seen me in my towel. <laughs> shouting out the window and that's because tommy said john and john and addison are finishing right now and I had just got out of the shower and i ran downstairs threw open the shutter and yeah go concho hanging out topless in my towel it's very sexy yeah my man bun soaked and uh shouted out into the rain at them and then that was all captured on video and then appropriately tiktoked <laughs> as it should have been yeah so um yeah, and then we finished. I made it back to the house. I another in retrospect thing, I had made a bottle of that Martin's 160 and I took like two sips of it in the morning, but I didn't drink the whole bottle and I just put it in the fridge. And I drank the rest of it as I was taking my shower. I felt so much better, but then I took a leak in the shower. And I was like, "Oh my god, this is not yeah. healthy uh color." Look like a liquid jello or yeah. something. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think uh, you know, to do a little post race like post-mortem, like we mentioned, I think there's definitely some teachings there. I think from the communication perspective, um, I think I could have done way better. Like, I think I could have been way more communicative instead of, I, instead like of, with check-ins. Yeah. I, I think instead I was like, I was like, all right, he's, he's going through his issues. I know what he's capable of. I'm just going to let him sort it out and just keep, and just keep pulling basically. Yeah. And I think, um, Honestly, what I think I should have done, frankly, at that 3.75 mile run was basically just be like, just turn off the engine, essentially, and just be like, hey, man, we're almost there. Let's just, let's just fucking cruise it in, have fun, let's untether, let's but just But at the chill. same time, I'm like, why drag this out? You might as well just try to get this done. I mean, us spending 30 more minutes out there so I could walk more, I don't know if that would have been any more better for me, you know? Right, yeah, 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 and I was also thinking about, about your sort of mental state because... I mean, you know, you wanted to put in a good performance. We wanted to put in a good yeah. performance as a team. And like I've said at the beginning, it was kind of like the tale of two races because, um, you know, my energy levels were super high and yours were like really low. So I was like at a nine all day and yeah. you were between a three and a seven. Um, and it was just, it just made for, you know, you know, I can see why that wouldn't be fun if we're, what we're trying to do is express yeah. the swim and flow to our best capabilities um yeah so i I just think i could have been more communicative instead i I feel like i just kind of like shut down and was just like just put my head down i was like all right i'm get on my back i'm pulling you we're getting this done 
Um, yeah, so. Yeah. You know. I think that probably would have worked. And I, I know we're, I'm har- hoppering on a lot of negative things, but there was a lot of positive things, too. I did not have any foggy goggles the whole day. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I know that's funny. I know that's funny, but I have the solution that I did for the swim practice, and then I did it right before the race. It worked. Yeah. I had no issues with that. And that could be a huge thing. So I'm like trying to take these small wins. Obviously, I'm trying to listen to my therapist more. Dude, you you <laughs> and, endured. You endured. Well, that, so that's also, you know, but don't, I th- maybe I just got too lazy with my nutrition. Like, yeah. I so mean, well, now I learned my, I feel well, like I learned my lesson. I'm like, I'm not fucking around with the and, and nutrition here, and, and the, the thing electrolytes. About that. Here's before. the thing about that. Yeah, I mean, I just did everything that Andy Blow said, but I wasn't checking to see if you did it because I was just like, I guess because I, was I just normally assuming do, that yeah. you would do it. So yeah, I took my pH the night before, 45 minutes. I brought all this. You know, morning. I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, don't know I mean, what was, what I'm was sure. That? I I can't imagine that 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 was the only factor it was definitely a contributing factor like you could have just it could have just not been your day right like yeah. that's happened um but i will say again like i don't think i've ever been more proud of you in a race just because like i know how low you were going and i mean i mean you you went dark i mean you basically drugged me for like if we want to put times on it chris was pulling for like four hours <laughs> seriously it was at least four hours well you know, I had the energy to do it. And, yeah. you but know, but I appreciate you saying that. And, you know, I like looking back on it, like, yeah, like I haven't, I looking back and thinking more. Yeah. I don't think I've gone that deep before, but now I know I can. So now I know I have this other level that I could push myself. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I did tap back into some workouts that were gnarly. And then I remember, like, specifically, like, what you've done. Uh, you know, three by eight minutes at this pace before, like you can totally just do that right now. So I would try to like tap into that and like, and do that along. So I was pulling every, trying to like re- recover every trick in, 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 yeah. in my bag. Sure. And to be honest, I mean, it. the way my relationship with racing and like endurance events has changed over the last like six years it went from being like really serious into triathlons to being like, I'm just running for fun. And then now we're kind of getting back into where we're being competitive and stuff again. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit of a shift difference for me, but I'm like, I haven't had a bad race where I felt horrible in a really long time. Yeah. So it's, I'm glad we got it out now. Yeah. I mean, and it's I a think good lesson. You for sort me. of alluded to it before. I think, you know, the lessons from this race, I think are probably some of the the best lessons that we could get. Um, I know I'm going to treat, if that scenario happens in the future, I'm going to treat it very differently and I'm just going to be less, I don't know, fucking anal about it, I guess. Um, But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm this, this is the race that I'm most proud of. Not because you're, I mean, it's the most savage course ever. Super savage. I mean, it, it lived up to everything that I think we thought it was going to be. Um, yes. And despite everything, I mean, we had a really great result and we really tackled the course. There wasn't any section. I mean, other than having to be slow, there wasn't anything where it was like, this isn't, this seems impossible. Yeah. Or, you know, like, you know, I think like a Catalina when we had to do that mile swim and we we're like, oh man, this is good. Yeah. I'm like, like can Jesus. we even do this? <laughs> you know, like, damn, we got to do this now. Um, like, I didn't feel that way at all. Yeah. Um, and that's just a testament to training and, and just sort of being super stoked on it. But um, 
I think, you know, my overall impressions, I can't give enough kudos to Brent, Lars, John, and Aaron, Mm -hmm. everybody at the Odyssey Swim Run. Like, they put on, I mean, this was like a destination event. Yeah. Everybody felt welcomed, good information going on. I mean, again, absent, like, the saboteur that was fucking with the course. Um, It was... uh, (laughs) I mean, it was super cool. Yeah. I mean, we were, we're as everyone says, we were kind of cursing Brent and calling him, like, you know, diabolical or whatever. Super di- super twisted. <laughs> super twisted. But, I mean, the... And I got to say... Never done a storm run like that. That's for damn sure. One, the pizza's after. <laughs> I'll come back just for the pizza. And, Lars, you can put that on the website if you want. But, two, I was so impressed with people finishing... And you would look, and there was people that were old, young, skinny, chubby, whatever. And if you did this race, you're a freaking badass. There's yeah. no question about it. And we were out there. It was late. We were I don't, cheering people out I need out to look at this guy's name. I, I should have pulled it before. Older gentleman, super tall, like 6'6 six, six or something, solo long course finisher. I think he probably came in around late seven, eight hours or something. I mean, hats off. Like, that is just a brutalizer of a course. And if you did that long or short, you should be super thrilled with how you did, whether you got first or DFL. Yeah, So definitely. Definitely. I mean, people were out there everywhere from, you know, five, five and a half hours to... You know, eight, almost nine almost hours. Almost nine hours. Which is, it's a long day to be out there. So, yeah, kudos to everyone that did it. I mean, I want to go back, and it's not even for the unfinished business thing because have, giving the race report to my wife, she kind of, like, brought me back down to reality. Yeah. Um, it's more because it was just amazing, and I want to do it again. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. I just want to go do it again. And, um, yeah, that's basically my plan. <laughs> okay. My plan for you. <laughs> <laughs> So that's it, I guess. Yeah, that's the report. report. Real talk. Thank you for listening to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review on iTunes if you're so inclined. You can also sign up for a newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, drop us an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run activities, hobbies, and other bullshit we do. (laughs) Finally, you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then run to the finish line and just keep going until you're done. Yes, or run, to the, cross or, the finish line. or run to the car. Or run to your car. Somewhere. Just keep running. Peace. Peace.